There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and does not contain or replace your own financial, tax, legal, or financial product advice. Hello Australia, welcome to My Millennial Property. I'm Glenn James and this is... John Pigeon. And we can't do My Millennial Property without Wellman Finance. No. Sean Wellman and the team from Wellman Finance. Sean, is a quality mortgage broker. He's worked for many, many years as a broker. He's helped John personally over the years and he supports this podcast. He does. And we, we just say to anyone, like we're a pro mortgage broker because we believe they give you the most choice and... I guess just someone to go into bat for you to help you get through and navigate through the whole mortgage world because yes. it's a uh, it's a wild world out there. It is indeed. So thank you to Wellman and the team, wellmanfinance.com.au forward slash M3 if you're after a, a mortgage broker. Yes. Now, I wanted to chat today, John, about parental guarantees, parental guarantors, potatoes, potatoes. What's a you like? There's a unique thing in the my millennial money community where a lot of people have good incomes mm. and they might be paying high rent, where it could be worth them paying the same amount that they're paying in rent as a mortgage, but they can't get that deposit together. Yes, for whatever reason. So talk to us how a parental guarantor works. Yeah. So what generally happens is the the parents have the asset, or, or someone close to you has the asset, and they know you very well in most cases, and they're prepared to put their property or their security up as a, uh, a guarantee to the lender that you're wanting to buy your property with, basically to secure the, the loan, right? So the risk is all with the guarantor, mm. right? They have their property at risk if you default on your mortgage. So if you're the, you're the person buying the property and I'm the parent. Yeah. I say, right, I'm putting my property up for, for you, Glenn, to go and buy your property. If you default on the mortgage and go and run off overseas, uh, they'll come and take my home or some. I need to pay back the loan that uh, that you have left behind. Yeah, so I wanted to use a practical example for those who are interested about this. So let's use the example, if you don't have a 20% deposit or equity, in a property, the bank or lender will likely charge lender's mortgage insurance, yes. LMI, mm-hmm. okay? Now, let's use an example. So, we'll assume two $500,000 properties. The parents own theirs outright with cash. You want to buy one. You've got a good income. You can service a $500,000 loan, mm-hmm. but we need some equity so the bank will lend without paying lender's mortgage insurance. Yeah. Now, the interesting thing is, a lot of people think, well, if I don't pay my mortgage, will it flush my parents down the drain? Yeah. But what it would usually happen is, and this is why it's so important to go to a mortgage broker that is dialed in because some banks will put a lien 
over the whole property of the parents or $100,000. They might split out a separate mortgage. Yeah. Okay. So, the wash-up is the reason that the banks want the 20% skin in the game. So, if you paid $500,000 for the home, you defaulted on your mortgage and you couldn't pay it. The bank came in and said, we're taking possession and we're selling it. If the bank sold it for five fifty, awesome. They don't care. They've got their money, yep. right? But if the bank only sold it for four eighty, they're getting the twenty grand. They have got legal recourse to get twenty grand from your parents, mm. and I'm sure your parents would try and get twenty grand and just pay them out. Pay them off. Or they could technically sell the parents' home in order to get their 20 grand. Worst case. Worst case scenario. Yeah. So, that's the risk. Now, if you couldn't pay your mortgage and the value dropped to $300,000 of the home, the bank can only get 100 from the parents and they would still be in the whole 100,000 because it's the risk they took. That's right. So, I think it's important to know because a lot of people might send this episode to their parents just to unpack it a little bit. If you are a parental guarantor on your children or your son-in-law, daughter-in-law, whatever, the bank would only have, I would suggest you get a lender that would only put a lien on your property for the portion that's required to use as security for the one you're buying. that's right. And a lot of lenders will actually, in the example I gave before, if I'm the parent and you're the the child, (laughs) (laughs) Um, they will require 5% of your own genuine yes. savings funds yes, and I'll guarantor the remaining 15%, right? Now, a lot of people think that the guarantor is on there for life and it's very hard to get them off. Well, what essentially needs to happen is the property needs to grow in value by that 15% to then remortgage and have it just as you as the uh, title owner with no guarantor in place, no restrictions and, and I've got my... Uh, my life back, I can sleep at night knowing that you, you won't default. Or you have saved an extra 15, 15% paid it down. and paid the mortgage down that yeah. would then release your parents. Yeah. So, ideally, both happening at the same time, isn't it? You're, yeah. you're paying a bit down and, and hopefully it's going up mm. in, in value. But, but I, I would not be under any illusion that the parental guarantee is there for only one or two years. No. I think when you're having the discussion with your parents or with, you know, if you are a parent and you've been approached that it is more of a longer-term play and there can can be, it's not always the case, but if the parents have plans to downsize and move around, you just want to make sure you've got a lender that can re-move the asset and whatnot. Yeah. And, and if that's the parents the, want to move their house or whatever. Yeah. And my recommendation would be, in fact, to have a conversation with the parents or the guarantor to say, right, if we're going to do this, I need to know that for the next five years minimum, you're not going to want to have to sell your house because all sorts of complications. Yeah, because some banks will allow the property to be re-securitized or whatever. Some won't. Yeah, and there's there's a whole lot of implications and costs associated. So just be wary of that. Just and the second part of that would be, regardless of how friendly you are with mum or dad, I would still get a separate agreement drawn up. Mm. Um, even if it's not recommended by mum and dad, oh, it's okay, shake hands, don't worry. I'd still get it drawn up in the event. Yeah. And there's other strategies as well. Like I know 
some lenders out there, if parents had cash or money mm. aside, they could actually put money, 100 grand on a term deposit and the bank would have that term deposit as security. So, that's an option. Um, yep. It's also important to note that it might you might be restricted with some lenders if your parents have still got a mortgage or a, a mm. portion of a mortgage. Yes. Yeah. So, again, I, I think it's just important that and this is what I would recommend to you if you are wanting a parental guarantee, float the idea with your parents conceptually and say, hey, I want a guarantee. Would you be keen? If they're keen, I think it's important that the four of you or the three of you or the two of you, whatever that situation is, you sit down with the mortgage broker yeah. and all just have an open conversation on how it works. Yeah, totally, totally. And uh, and look, essentially, the avoiding the LMI is a, is a good thing to when it's your own home to live in. But if, if it's for an investment property, then there's pros and cons of that as well. Not as critical. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, there may be situations where you don't need to have a guarantor. You might, as I said before, have a, a cash injection or a loan from your mum or dad that don't need that 50 grand. And it's actually a loan that's going to be beneficial for them mm. for tax purposes or whatever, uh, as opposed to putting a, a a hold over their home. Yeah, because I know, and again, it just speaks to what your situation is. When I bought my house, my parents offered to go guarantee. Yeah. So, I didn't have to pay, I think, $15,000 LMI. Yes. But I knew that they wanted to move and downsize and I just didn't want to have to go through that drama. Mm. So, I made the decision just it was cleaner if I just paid the LMI Mm. uh, and the property increased in value. So, I didn't really care. But for me, I just... It was worth more to me to pay the fifteen thousand mm. dollars and not have to get mum and dad in signing documents and stress, yeah. stressing and all that. So it, it's it can work, and it also might not be appropriate for some people. So yeah, well, the the long and short of it, it can absolutely fast track someone's entry into the property market. Mm. Like when you've got something like that up your sleeve. So that's when we think strategically. I've got my five percent of savings. I'm maybe waiting another. 12 to 18 months, hang on a minute, maybe mum and dad can help out, win-win for both parties and away we go. Now, just on that, what if Nan had a property that she owned outright and she wanted to help? Is it still a parental guarantee or can it just be... Is Grandma it, guarantee? Yeah, like is it worded parental guarantee because most of the time parents do it or... Yeah, I think so. Yeah. 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 No, look, anyone essentially can be guarantor for the... Um, property owner. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so but, it's not strictly the bank will only allow parents. It's like we they're just loosely called parental guarantee because 98% of the time it is a parent. Yeah, and they ask more questions if it's not a family member. It's like, why are you doing this sort yeah. of thing? Like, um, and it is common for business owners, isn't it, to, mm. to go and buy a business and use their own home as their security, basically, which can obviously come unstuck if the mm. business doesn't float. And I guess one, before we finish, one other strategy might be if the parents, if we go back to that $500,000 home, the parents might be able to refi and carve out a $100,000 mortgage and gift the money or lend the money over to the children and they work out a payment schedule over five years or something Yes, to pay that back. So, then mm. it's technically not a guarantee by like the bank can't walk in and take the parents home. Mm. But if little Johnny or little Mary doesn't pay, yeah. the parents 
are still going to be without if they, you know, if the bank sells the property and whatnot. So yeah, again, the the least risk possible is to buy a home with no mortgage with cash. <laughs> Absolutely. But we we don't have that luxury a lot of the time. So the next less risky thing is to put twenty percent of your own money down. Yeah. The next thing, if you don't have that, is to uh, put some of your money down and pay lender's mortgage insurance. Mm. Okay, well, then there's another option. If you've got someone to guarantee the property, you don't have to pay LMI. So, yeah. it's this spectrum of risk yeah. and complication. Or home builder, 55 grand worth of incentives, and that can fast track it by about eight years. Totally, totally. <laughs> All right, thanks for having a listen today, guys. And again, we try and cover you know, a variety of different topics on this podcast. We want to keep them kind of under 15 minutes so it can just be an encouragement. It can be a powwow. Yeah. Just talking property. And Don't if you've got drag any, on, do we? any questions, jump on the Sort Your Own Money Out website, click M3 or My Millennial Money. You can send a question through the website. Cool. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you. Special thanks to Wellman Finance, our podcast partner. Sean Wellman and his team are available to coach you through your property journey, even if it's your first time. With expertise in investment and home loans, they're in your corner providing education and support as you take each step. For more info, check out wellmanfinance.com.au forward slash M3. If you want to really turn up your property, education, and information journey, make sure you check out the Solvair Property and Finance Academy. This is an amazing online resource that John has put together. It's to empower and to give results to people who are either first-time buyers, whether for their home to live in or an investment property, or if you're a seasoned property investor. This online academy is for you. Check out the link in the show notes. It will change your life if you let it. If you're after personal financial advice, this podcast is not for you. But if you do want a financial advisor or mortgage broker to talk with about your own personal situation, head over to sortyourmoneyout.com, click get help, and we'll put you in touch with one of our trusted professionals.